0: Welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alvaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears, limitations and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome back to another beautiful episode. We are in season two. This is so exciting. We have started the year with absolutely glorious information and inspiration, and I'm here to share it with you. So thank you so much for tuning in. And on today's episode, I would love to discuss and dive deep into the topic of self-esteem, self-worth, self-talk and this is something that as a psychologist I am constantly working with um, my patients with and it can be a source of great distress and suffering for a lot of people and let's just dive straight into how these patterns that can create so much drama in our lives um, are initially formed. So, let's go into the the concept, the idea that, and that you know, some of the knowledge that ninety five percent of the patterns that run us as adults are held in the subconscious part of the mind. And those patterns were created when we were really little. I've spoken about this in other episodes. From the ages of zero to seven, approximately, is when the majority of your patterns are created. And this is based on your life experience. So if you had a lot of negative life experiences in your early ages, you are most likely holding on to quite a few negative patterns that are possibly creating a lot of grief for you in your adult life. And if you had lots of positive experiences in your early stages, this will most likely have created a more constructive thought pattern but that does not mean that you are not exempt from having self-esteem and self-worth issues sometimes it can just be one incident that knocked us or impacted us so so differently or dangerously or hurtfully Um, Even if you have a beautiful life, and that one um, incident created such a significant impact that it has almost branded your brain to look out for that in every scenario. And self-esteem and self-worth issues can have a myriad of impacts into your adult life. It can affect the way that you are within, within your profession, within your work, with your colleagues, with your relationships. But most importantly, it affects the relationship with yourself. And we all know that the relationship that you have with yourself will dictate ultimately how you engage in the world. So it is the most important relationship for you to assess and understand and nourish because this is essentially going to be your guiding star throughout your life. So... When we have a cluster of belief systems and patterns in our mind that are quite negative, that result in a lack of self-worth, that result in excessive critical thoughts about yourself, very judgmental thinking, very negative, um, oftentimes victim-orientated and self-blaming, Patterns this creates, can end up creating quite significant psychological impacts like social anxiety, depression, um, a lot of difficulty in relationships. So it can actually damage you quite significantly. So let's think about how, how you can begin to navigate this so that if you are experiencing this, we can hopefully discuss some ways of going through the ins and outs of managing your mind and your thoughts. So first things first is it's absolutely essential as a human being for you to work on your self-esteem. If you have issues that make you doubt all the time, you are feeling insecure all of the time, you feel that you're not good enough, you're comparing yourself to the rest of the world all of the time, most likely you are looking for external approval and you are having self-confidence and self-esteem issues. So, this is obviously not a healthy way to live. So, we absolutely want to break out of this cycle. First things first is recognizing that you have that. So, I want you to think of yourself as the moment you recognize this is the moment that you become aware and you can make something change. Awareness is your most beautiful gift. So, imagine that you are from this moment onwards. You are going to be like a goalie and you are going to set yourself the goal of not letting any extremely negative thoughts and extremely judgmental and critical thoughts through, you know, you're the goalie. So you're not going to let them through because the trouble is oftentimes they're so automatic that we're not even aware of them. So I want you to become more in tune with yourself so that they aren't just this auto, you know, loop that is repeating in the background and you're not even aware. So I want you to take stock and tune into yourself and become aware of when am I criticizing myself? When am I judging myself? When am I doubting my ability to do something my self-worth my ability to um, receive compliments or positive experiences in my life and I want you to just become aware of that and now as you're listening to this do you know a little bit of like a mental search what situations really trigger a sense of anxiety what situations do you want to avoid what creates a lot of fear when do you feel really bad? Do you walk away from particular situations feeling really bad after you've had to do some public speaking, after you are with certain people, or after you've been in a meeting? Um, do you have really bad self-talk about your appearance, about your capacity, your intelligence, your social skills? Really conduct an in-depth assessment of where in your life do you actually not feel so great? And then I would suggest what thoughts, you know, write down or visualize or bring up to awareness, what thoughts are you having? What are you actually telling yourself? Are you saying, I can never get this right, I'm going to faint if I talk again in public, Uh, everyone's going to think that I'm stupid, my opinion's not valid, I'm not as good as so-and-so, my colleague or my friend... Um, this is never going to happen for me, I hate myself, what thoughts are you actually engaging in? And after you become aware of those thoughts, I want you to think about what kind of emotions are being triggered by those thoughts. Are those emotions guilt, shame, anger, sadness, rejection, abandonment, uh, contempt, disgust? Really tune in and identify what those emotions are and then figure out if you were to do a little bit of a body scan and you close your eyes and you just Slowly scan your body from head to toe. Where in your body are you holding on to all of those emotions? Are you holding the anger in the pit of your stomach? Are you holding the fear in your chest? Are you holding the sadness in your hands? Where in your body are you actually holding? And don't think too hard about it. Just do a short visualization body scan and just imagine, is there a particular place in your body that you're immediately drawn to? And if nothing comes up, don't be aware. Don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Just let it come to the surface. If it's, if it wants to show up, it'll show up. If not, don't worry about it. And once you have become aware of that, I want you to imagine how can you use your breathing? How can you actually use your breathing to just imagine You're going to focus on that space in your body. You're going to breathe in and around it. And you are going to send a command to your mind that with each outward breath, you are going to release these feelings. You are going to release the attachment to these patterns. You no longer want them. You no longer need them. And so you are sending a command to your subconscious mind to completely let them go, to be eradicated and eliminated out of your system. And just imagine that you are, when you first start doing this, maybe just do it for five breaths and allow yourself to feel what that sensation is like, what comes up for you. Journaling the process is really beneficial. So tune into yourself and make the time and space. To really recognize and become aware of what's actually going on in the background and bring it to the foreground for a short period of time so that you can work on it. And then I want you to really conduct a very honest and genuine and raw assessment of what am I actually good at? And it might just be that if you're listening to this podcast, you're actually interested in personal development you're interested in bettering and improving yourself and if that is the only thing that you connect to that is amazing so I want you to be very kind and not have incredibly high expectations what are you good at and it could be simply I'm good at trying right so you're going to try this technique to release the negativity You might be really good at something simple. You might be really good at making the bed. And I know that might seem ridiculous, but it's still a skill. And if that makes you feel good, if that makes you feel satisfied and accomplished, and every night you go to bed in a beautifully made bed, that is actually incredibly nourishing. That is actually ultimate self-care and self-love. So don't diminish little things. You might be really great at making a perfect cup of tea, a perfect cup of coffee. You might be really great at driving. You've never had an accident before. You might be really great at listening to people or helping others when they're in need. So I really want you to think about what are you good at? And The mind is this beautiful mechanism. Whatever you focus on will expand. So if in your earlier life you had some negative experiences that made you hyper aware for your own good and survival of those negative things and that resulted in you having low self-esteem or low confidence or low self-worth, We can work on that, right? So we just need to tell the mind and the brain to focus on the things that you're actually good at. So focus on telling yourself, I did an awesome job at making that beautiful bed and I'm looking after myself because at the end of the day, when I've had enough or I'm tired or I'm really ready for this beautiful sleep, I get to come home to a beautifully made bed. You might underestimate the impact of making someone a really great cup of tea, right? I'm never going to forget, ages ago, I was talking to a friend, and he had said to me, oh, so-and-so makes really good tea, and sometimes I go to her house, and I've had a really bad day, and she's got no idea how comforting that really great cup of tea is, so don't ever underestimate the impact that something can have in your life for someone else. So I want you to really focus on what am I good at? And it might just be, as I said before, you might just be tuning into this podcast. And it might be you're good at looking at ways of improving yourself. So focus on what you're good at. And then I want you to positively encourage yourself for being good at that. So give yourself some praise, give yourself some real recognition and maybe follow it through with a beautiful action. You know, you might want to go and watch a sunset and just say to yourself, I'm celebrating being really great at making the bed. I'm celebrating being the best tea maker for my family or my friends. Whatever it may be, as silly as it may sound, celebrate it right? When we carry forth, when we follow through with an action that is tied to a thought pattern and a behavior, you are more likely to create a strong emotional reaction, which is going to create a positive neural pathway. So this is really important. An action, an experience tied with strong emotions is going to create a really strong positive association so you want to be doing this and i'm not saying celebrate you know meaningless efforts and don't you know don't um Punish is not the word I want to use, but don't implement negative consequences for negative behavior. I'm not saying that. I'm saying focus on some of the beautiful things that are being done positively and do an action that is an act of celebration. When we are able to carry through and follow through with, you know, thought, emotion, behavior, we are changing the mind in a much quicker way, right? So the brain loves to make associations. And so then you might make an association of watching the sunset, of feeling really good about yourself. So what begins to happen afterwards is every time that you do watch the sunset, it's going to automatically create that feel-good sensation. And this is how you slowly start to rewire your brain. You start to create experiences that make you feel really good make you feel that you are secreting that sense of dopamine, that sense of pleasure, which is going to motivate and inspire you and make you feel good. And so you slowly start to reconstruct and rewire the way that your brain is programmed. Slowly, you can feel good. You might feel good about acknowledging your efforts. And so then that may inspire or motivate you to go and tell a friend. And by telling your friend, that might inspire them to do something similar. And so then you have helped someone else. This creates a bit of a ripple effect. And so by helping someone else, you can feel good that now you've not only done something for yourself, but maybe you inspired someone else to do the same right? This is where we need to lead our own change. We need to be an example for our community, for the people that we love and care about. And by doing this, we're also tapping into a greater sense of belonging. And when you tap in and connect and nourish that connection of belonging with other people, That also has another chemical change in your body that allows you to feel a greater sense of bonding through oxytocin and then you are creating, you are chemically creating experiences in your brain that are going to be conducive to you feeling better about yourself and ultimately improving your self-talk, improving your belief systems and the emotions you have within you are going to create and empower you to make the changes necessary to create a more empowered mindset so that your self-esteem improves. And then you can go back and do the same exercise as being aware and tuning into your negative emotions. You can do that for positive experiences too. I highly encourage you to do this. So it might be that you activate that memory of for example, going and watching a sunset, and you felt really good. You felt really good that you just took that time out, watched the sunset, looked at the beautiful colors changing in the sky, had a moment to yourself, and you just felt that you really looked after yourself and um, encouraged your efforts. And where in your body do you feel that sense of either love or care or satisfaction? Breathe in and around it and really allow yourself to expand that sensation. Imagine that you're sending it to all of your cells. Imagine that you're sending it to every part of your body and you're wrapping your entire body with that beautiful sense of self-love and care and compassion. And you take that moment to expand that So slowly but surely you begin to train your brain to begin to look for things that need to be worked on and you create a behavior. Here the behavior is visualization and breathing and you release it and then you train your brain to look for things that you are doing well, which you embellish and encourage and focus and expand on. And so you begin this beautiful rhythm of releasing all of the negative things that no longer serve you, that have damaged you in the past, and you start to focus on the things that you want to create more of. And by creating this beautiful dynamic, you are actually reshaping the relationship that you have with yourself. And you will begin to notice that as you begin to reshape the relationship you have to yourself, the relationship you have with others is going to also change because the way that you present yourself, the way that you are feeling about yourself will carry a different energy signature. So you, the moment you rock up to a situation you are going to feel differently to the other person because that energy is felt in your frequency, in your vibration, the way that you look at another person, the way that you speak, the way you hold yourself. So I would highly encourage you to really do a bit of a stock take what situations are causing not favorable sensations and feelings and behaviors. Figure out how to deal with those really take stock, do some visualization and breathing exercise and then create a positive association. So get into the practice of doing this regularly. If you find that you can't focus easily or that your mind wanders or that you need a little bit more guidance, I have a series of hypnotic meditations on my website, alphapsychology.com. Um, in the products page that you can access if you want to there is also a whole bunch of meditations out there on the internet that are readily available for people whatever you need to do do something about it don't be a victim or a prisoner to negative thought patterns excessive judgment and criticism do something about it invest in your mind take control over what you can actually change and you can change this, you dedicate enough time and space for it, it will begin to reshape. So do yourself a favor and really allow yourself to take some time to create a more empowered, more constructive mindset so that your self-esteem and your self-confidence and your self-worth can be in a really beautiful, rock-solid space. You owe it to yourself. Your life will improve. Your health will improve. Every aspect of your existence and the perception that you have will benefit from this. So give it a go. Let me know how you go. And I hope that this little, you know, scratching the surface of how to reprogram your mind is beneficial And I'm sending everyone all of the most beautiful energy wherever you may be, wherever you're tuning in from. Have a beautiful day or evening ahead and I will catch you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. The information provided in this podcast And the opinions expressed by Kali Alfaro and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace diagnose or treat any health condition. All information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfara takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.